Hey everyone, so occasionally I like to pull one out of the archives, which being a new business only goes as far back as last year, but this is one I wrote last year prompted by a friend asking me for my one single most important piece of self-care advice. And it was during the summertime and we're already busy and manic in the summer, so I was inspired to think about the idea of how to keep up our self-care at times like this when we really need it the most by keeping it really super duper simple and maybe even fun. And coming off of a very challenging and intense summer for many of us, and be sure to listen to the last episode if you haven't yet and if it's been a strange and intense summer for you too, it seems like now is a really important time to double down on a little extra self-care. Self-care is a bit of a buzzword these days. We hear a lot about it, and for good reason. Tips and tricks abound to help us refine our self-care. In fact, there's so much information about it that we could easily get lost in trying to determine the perfect self-care plan. And if you're anything like me, if you have too much information, sometimes you just do nothing. But I really like to get to the heart of things. So after I get over the initial paralysis of information overload, I eventually get out my metaphorical shovel and start digging to determine what the root of something is. When it comes to self-care, it's no different. And I particularly like to address the idea of self-care in the summer, as it's one of those times of year when it can be the hardest to actually take care of ourselves. Like we've mentioned before, summer can get real busy. We don't exactly mean for this to happen. We start summer with the best of intentions to relax, to slow down, to experience the joy that warmth and sunshine brings, and to savor every moment. Then our calendars slowly start to fill up with parties, events, barbecues, trips to the cabin, trips to our friends' cabins, family in town, friends in town, summer vacations, and oh yeah, we still have a job and family responsibilities to attend to. Sometimes I find myself thinking, man, is fall here yet? When will it all slow down? Because we're so busy in the summer, this becomes the ultimate time to remember to focus on our own self-care. I know, add one more thing to your to-do list, just what you need, right? But if we neglect our own self-care, it comes back to bite us when we start to experience fatigue, burnout, overwhelm, and frustration. But don't worry, we can keep it really simple. So recently, a friend asked me for the one singular thing I recommend for making a difference in our health and happiness. And for me, that's my gratitude journal. And I can honestly recommend this as a useful practice for nearly every single human out there. As I started to think more about my practice of gratitude journaling and more about the idea of simple self-care for the summer, I decided I wanted to get out that metaphorical shovel and start digging into my own routines to find the heart of my personal self-care. Those things that have become so simple and second nature that I barely even think of them as self-care anymore. The simplest of things that become routine, like brushing your teeth, only more fun. I encourage you to listen to the following list and adopt even just one self-care practice for yourself this summer. These may not seem like second nature just yet, but remind yourself that even brushing your teeth was once a huge and arduous task, and look at you now, twice a day even. These will become just like that with a little practice, I promise. So here we go, the heart of my own personal self-care. 
simple practices for nourishing your mind, body, and soul. Number one, gratitude journal. Buy a journal that is small. That way, it won't feel like a big task. I end up writing about three to five sentences, or sometimes one enormous run-on sentence. This isn't the time to be critical of grammar. Tell yourself you don't have to write in it every night, but aim for most nights. For me, it's maybe three to five nights a week right before bed, and the whole thing takes about five minutes. Tip, don't overcomplicate it. Start by writing down one thing that went really well that day, or one thing you're grateful for in your life in general. Number two, drink tea. As you may have gathered, I like tea. Usually I'm a big snob about fancy loose leaf teas, but one of my all-time favorites isn't even a real tea from the tea plant. It's an Indian herb called Tulsi. Tulsi is an adaptogen, so it helps your body with whatever it's struggling with. It's particularly respected for its ability to help reduce stress and support the immune system. It's also one of my favorite teas for making iced tea. Drinking iced Tulsi in the summer can help me feel more clear-headed and energized, and it doesn't even contain caffeine. Tip, making your own iced Tulsi is quick and easy. Last summer, I created some step-by-step photo instructions of the process, and you can find this over at moondancecoaching.com blog. You'll look for a post about Tulsi, and it was from July 26, 2018, and I'll put the link in the show notes as well. Number three, make time for silence. People think I'm real weird when I disclose that oftentimes when driving alone in my car, I choose to listen to nothing. I don't always keep it silent. Sometimes I listen to tunes or a favorite podcast, but lately I've found more and more that I appreciate the time for silence. I like to see what's going on in my mind and my emotions, and it can be a good time to let some of that process and move on through instead of trying to cover it up by making myself feel something else altogether. Then when I arrive at my next destination, I feel a little bit more centered. Tip, you don't have to be silent the whole time. Try a few minutes and take a few deep breaths and then switch over to your tunes. Number four, bedtime yin yoga. If you've been to one of my yin yoga classes, I'm not joking when I say that there are certain poses I do when I get into bed every night. Saddle pose and reclining butterfly are my favorites because they mostly involve the lower body, so the upper body is still free to read. So last summer I also blogged about reclining butterfly pose, and you can find uh, a photo so you know what it looks like and some information about how to do the pose over at the blog, moondancecoaching.com blog. Look for a post called Yin Yoga Practice for Gratitude, Peace, and Joy. It was July 12, 2018, and I'll put that in the show notes too. So this pose feels so good to release the hips, legs, and low back. Plus, it energetically helps to clear out the kidney and liver meridians along the insides of the legs to help replenish spent energy and release any anger or frustration from the day. Tip, just focus on the legs, put the soles of the feet together, and voila! The upper body can lean against your bed pillow and practice the I'm reading a book pose if that's your routine before bed, or just close your eyes and take a few deep breaths to try and calm the mind before you sleep. Five, be more me, but for you, be more you. Two years ago, I came across this quote in a journal I was writing in. I think I'm the happiest I've ever been. Part of it is just learning what makes me happier and doing more of it. 
and learning what makes me unhappier and doing less of it. That was Mark Frauenfelder. I wrote a big yes underneath it, and I haven't ever forgotten it. On the one hand, it's kind of duh, yet on the other hand, this can be the hardest piece of self-care to really put into practice. For me, I started on some pretty deep and targeted personal development work to understand more about who I really was and had the ability to make some drastic changes to the design of my life, such as starting my own business. Not everyone has the luxury of a health challenge that completely stops you in your tracks. This is what allowed me to stop and start anew. But it doesn't have to be that drastic. You can keep it really simple. Tip. Make a list of five things that make you really happy, joyful, or fulfilled, and five things that make you feel annoyed, heavy, or overwhelmed. Find a way to increase just one happy item and to decrease just one unhappy item. Here's to savoring every moment and to taking the time to nourish yourself this summer, body, mind, and soul. <laughs> 